0: Sex Jamie, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad
1: things that may be. Let's talk about sex
2: Jamie, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be.
1: Let's talk about sex. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Talk About Sex. I am Jamie, and on today's episode, I'm chatting to fellow podcasters. 50 plus a tip about some of their sex worker horror stories um, which is always a good conversation to have and i am chatting to peaches about some interesting requests that she's received while camming uh, i had a lot of fun recording this one uh, chatting to these guys it was awesome and yeah i hope you enjoy it as much as i did if you did let us know on instagram on the twitter give us a review write me a letter hit me up on Bebo. add me on myspace all that stuff and yeah i will hopefully see you soon or in the next episode or whatever. Love you, bye. Hello, Danica and Riley. Hi, Jamie. All right, so um, I'm going to give you um, a new, like, kind of unique question that you've definitely never been asked before, okay? So you guys are from the podcast 50 Plus a Tip um, and uh, I've been listening to it for a long time now and I wanted to know (laughs) what is your let's say most horrific story from a strip club
0: horrific yeah horrific so here's the thing is like we have a saying where we it's saying don't yuck someone's yum Mm. so like my rule as long as it's consenting adults i don't care what you do i don't care who's involved Consenting adults don't care how many holes how many whatever object you're using as long as it's safe um so like it it's not ever really been my case Is someone's like I'm into this I'm like oh my god class my pearls um <laughs> I, do, I do like dom work on the side too and I see clients like individually and um a more recent client likes to like drink pee mm. um yeah. so like golden drinks um and then I tell like some of my girlfriends are like Ugh! and yeah. um, I was I brought a friend with me a little while back and I which is very like unfortunate cannot like urinate in front of people, mm. which really like puts a wrench, like throws a wrench in my, um, you know, golden shower, uh, Dom works. Yeah, I know <laughs> a
1: lot. I know a lot. I know a lot of, of sex workers that wish they could, they, they, they suffer from stage fright when it comes to peeing and they know how much money they would make if they could do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what they need to is outsource like I do. And I bring in <laughs> someone else and I'm like, Hey, I will give you a cut compass on someone for me. Oh,
1: nice. <laughs> so I, yeah.
0: I my girlfriend in, And she, um, how do I say? It? Takes a lot of vitamins. Mm. So um when she like urinated on her or her diet or something, like, it smelled very, very strong. And I literally yeah. like boomed everywhere. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god. How, that must that must have been some really weird smelling piss. It was so bad. And I literally was and I have like a hound's nose and I was like <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> like i was supposed to be like the dom like you know like oh this is nothing just like a typical tuesday morning and i was like vomiting all over the hotel and i was like <laughs> oh my god i was like oh my god i'm so sorry with were
1: the with were the, were the <laughs> that's so bad with the vitamins like taken to make the piss more effective or was it just I, you just take I, think,
0: I just like i think they was i don't know but but apparently when you take vitamins like certain like i guess minerals will make your urine smell really strong and right. i just Or also, too, like we had been like partying with them the whole time, and I don't drink, but she was drinking with them, so she's probably dehydrated. Mm. Um, But it was was very strong, strong urine. Yeah. (laughs) I know
1: that, I know that, um, I don't know if you guys have it over there, but Barocca is like vitamin D. Uh, The stuff that you put like in water that fizzes goes orange. I know that people that like sex workers that piss on people, they like to drink those because it makes your pee go like luminous yellow. Oh, cool.
2: Um,
1: Yeah. So I wondered if it was that kind of thing, but yeah. There you go. I would say try that, but you have stage fright. You can't piss in front of people, so this is useless information for you.
0: Oh, thank you for that. Thank you.
3: <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that I find someone I can pee on. I'll bring you, in. you can I'm my man. So excited.
1: I know a bunch. Yeah, I know a bunch. If you're ever in London, oh, I can I find you some. Yeah, over. yeah. Send
3: them to my OnlyFans. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So that was you, Danica Ryder. You got anything?
3: Um, I don't have any horror stories at the moment, to be honest. I feel like mine are pretty tame. I feel like I just mm. like I have um, men that like to be stepped on, so I just take an hour out of my day and I just stand on people's faces. Nice. And uh, yeah, more like regular dom work, I would say, like belting and and stuff like that. Not yeah. Really, I haven't had anything too horrific happen, but I'm sure it will.
1: Yeah. Well, do you not do you not find think this is interesting? Like, so there's three of us here, right? That talk about this a lot, like a lot there's two there and there's, there's one here <laughs> we
0: well, think we're hilarious because our like physical comedy <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so and we, and we talk about we talk about you know this kind of stuff all the time so when someone says because I get this question I'm a bit bored of it myself someone will say like what is the like the worst story you've had on the podcast you have to kind of gauge who you're talking to to figure out like what's bad because you you like throwing up you know because your friend pissed and and you know Riley you you know kicking someone in the head standing on someone's face like it's uh there's a big difference between kicking someone in the head and standing on someone's face isn't there one of those is safe and one of those is less less safe i like where you took it (laughs) but do you not feel like you have to kind of always gauge like your audience to figure out like what do they find horrifying because you you saying you threw you threw up when your friend pissed to to a to another sex podcaster it's like yeah that's
0: pretty standard yeah yeah that's the thing yeah exactly 100 percent. i think at this age i am now Forever 21. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> barely an adult. <laughs> um I yes, one with <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, I've like I'm very unapologetically myself and I've been like that since I was a kid. So and I find like it helps safeguard wasting time with like friends or anyone, right? Like To me, if I want to talk about, yeah, a guy getting peed on and me throwing up all over, like if your reaction is to shame me or shame that individual, then, hey, I know where we're going to stand in the future and it's not going to be side by side. You know what I mean? So I'm I don't really I know what you're saying. Um, It's very polite to consider an audience. And at this point in my life, I'm just like, this is me. This is what I do for work. Um, I know I'm not doing anything wrong with it. And if anything, I'm doing a lot of good in the world to help people fulfill their fantasies in like a safe, judgment-free environment. Um, And if that's something that you kind of like put your nose up to, then cool. Like there's the door.
1: Yeah, it, I'm really glad. I'm really glad you said that because I was listening to um, an episode of your podcast just just before this. Actually, in fact, it's here, episode fifty-seven with Samantha Mack and um, you uh, there was there was a part where she was talking about how she used to do stand-up comedy, and she yep. would tell like the jokes that she would tell her uh, stripper friends, and it was, it was it was these kinds of jokes, and she she wouldn't get many laughs from like a normal comedy audience because you know you were kind of grossing them out and stuff. Um, and yeah, you guys briefly talked about like maybe, you know, picking your audiences and moving away from that. And, and I think you and I are on the same page, Danica, where it's like, no, there's an element where I kind of want to say that more to those Mm -hmm. people you know I kind of want to tell these stories to to the people that are like freaked out at the idea of like cock and ball torture I want to talk about like you know consensual non-consent and really freak them out and I really push some boundaries right do you not feel like you get a bit of a rush from doing that as well is it just me
0: (laughs) yeah I mean I grew up in a excuse me a super religious community so I've always been the black sheep. I've always been the one like I got kicked out of like every bible class I'd be like (laughs) actually in you know John 8 verses whatever like, they contradict what you just said. And they'd be like, out. Like, I'm always yeah. that person. Like, challenging people. I've always been that way. So, yeah, I think part of me is like, hey, if someone else ain't going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And, but yeah, I think I do get, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, I guess I do get a little thrill and a little enjoyment of, like, pushing people. I do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, like, little horns came up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because the, like, kind of, like, the, the shtick we do a lot of the time is, like, riley is like that like innocent kiwi and i'm like the dominating like canadian bitch and like we're <laughs> alone riley says stuff and i was like oh i wish you'll like her to say that i'm the nice one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely a- it's definitely interesting
1: like landscape i think and at the moment anyway like i think we're definitely at some kind of um i don't want to say like like a like a turning point because that sounds like too progressive we're not quite there yet but i think like we've come a long way with um you know the kind of like pushing you know people know about the female orgasm now and like you know women talking about um you know masturbation and like the kinks that they're into and the stuff they get up to is becoming more and more normalized now thankfully uh, you know after you know decades of it not you know going quite slowly i think um so, yeah, I think having people like you out there just being really like blunt about like the stuff that you get up to is, is only good. Right. And it's, I think it's going to hopefully, you know, help people kind of push boundaries and um, yeah, f- discover parts of themselves that, you know, because two years ago they might have thought that like, you know, oh, I, I wanked in the morning. That was risque, you know, and now it's like, oh, I, I'm kind of I'm into like, you know, getting stepped on by Riley. You know I'll
3: do it. <laughs> kick strong. I'll kick you on the head if you
1: really want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that like do you think that's kind of like a a thing with obviously, you know, with your podcast you talk about like sex workers and the industry and stuff like that, and you're you know, really trying to push that. Do you think that um, you know, these kinds of stories are something that could, you know, push people's boundaries?
0: Um, like assist them in kind of getting there? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think one of the things people are weirdly scared for the most part to stand out from what they consider the norm right and I think that's why a lot of people hide desires they have or hide their fantasies because they're worried about how it will be received so I think when people are exposed to podcasts or videos or you know healthy ways of being this where people are unapologetically embracing their you know in quotes like abnormal or you know off the typical path Fetishes. Um, they're like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. And I think at the end of the day, like in every aspect, that's what people want to feel is like, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one. And with regards to our sexuality, that's definitely what people want is they want to feel like they're not the weird things they are going through like, oh, like, you know, pussy problems or um, marital problems or, you know, um, in quotes, odd fantasies that they're not going it alone there's there's a lot more out there that are into it too or going through that too so I think when the people get exposed to that yeah it definitely gives them um, more of a safe space or safe feeling to voice that or potentially
3: explore it yeah I think whenever you hear a story about someone enjoying the thing that you enjoy you're like oh okay it's so much easier to be like oh I could maybe be into that to like voicing what you would be into yeah Mm -hmm. and I find that I mean who's like we're the best people to talk about it because I feel like strippers and other sex workers are, very, are a very safe space to discuss kinks because first of all are we paid to be there <laughs> we have to <laughs> but also like chances are it's not the wildest thing we've heard mm-hmm. and you know we're there to make sure that you have a good experience in whatever you want to do so and also I think and this is maybe one of the positives of, um, you know, the negative stigma that we're not, you know, people <laughs> is that like, we're kind of not in a place to judge. And I'm doing like quotations because obviously mm. we are people and we do have values and morals, but I feel like, you know, we are kind of that safe space being like, Oh, well, you know, she's a stripper. So she's not going to judge my kink. Mm. Almost like we can be a sounding
0: board a yeah. lot of the time too. And that goes for everything too, right? Like the amount of like marital problems. I hear like, it's like, oh my God, I should have gone to like marriage counseling. Like Jesus, like I'm so well versed. Like no. So yeah, I think, I think we agree with you.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a thing. And I, I know you guys, I found your podcast through, um, through uh chloe at stripper stories um and she she's a big you know advocate for that stuff like she she some of the kind of requests you get when when she gets when she's doing cam in is like really out there um and and she's pretty like you know okay with any level of like kink and bdsm stuff but there's some stuff that she's saying no to and you know she has done on my podcast i think she did on your podcast as well so everyone listening to this should definitely know that if you don't go and listen to the episode but um yeah and it, but it's interesting because she never it, it's still like comes from a place of curiosity she'd be like oh you'll never guess what this guy said he was into this and you know I think that's horrible but isn't that interesting like and it's never it's never like from a judgmental place and that's the thing I see yeah exactly and that's the thing that I see all sex workers having in common is that yeah not that they should be used for sounding boards you know we should try and learn how to communicate this stuff with everyone our friends and our partners it would just make the world a better place but sex workers could be a good place to start you know like a cam girl talking to a cam girl about you know some weird shit that you're into you know i think they are they're better equipped to kind of have these conversations
0: yeah and i definitely think too there's like the other side of the extreme like where it can sometimes not be about sex sexuality at all when people looking out for like coming to sex workers i had a client before we'd go for lunches very expensive lunches (laughs) i made a lot of money but we'd go for lunches and he was quite a bit older and we had really great conversation never did anything sexually at all never even like talk sexually and it was because his wife has alzheimer's and they had been together for 40 years oh yeah you know I love my wife. I have no desire to physically cheat on her, but I generally miss the company of a woman. Um, And I think that is also like, just like we have a need to feel like we're not the only ones and to be able to safely explore our sexuality. I think we all have a very basic human need for connection and intimacy in a non-sexual physical way as well. And it's funny because sometimes me telling people that story Excuse me. That is the crazy thing they've heard. It's like, oh my God, what? Like he didn't want to like suck your brains out. He wanted to have a conversation with you like <laughs> yeah. a human. Like, oh he wanted God. to hang out <laughs> with you? Gross.
3: Yeah. It's funny. Like that's, that's the crazier story, right? Yeah. Yeah yeah but i feel like you know we're a safe space for that as well because i mean i think that when you have a genuine connection with someone just like being paid or not you start to you know develop a relationship either in a friendly way or you know a a little work crush or whatever or you pay them (laughs) um but you know it's always safeguarded by that boundary of money so you know men who come to us for uh, conversation or just cuddling i've had like clients that just wanted to cuddle um that just wanted to like look at a woman in lingerie because their wife doesn't dress up for them anymore but had mm-hmm. no intention on like of like quote-unquote cheating or and i say cheating because we're just doing our job so and you know nothing's really happening uh at a strip club but you know i think it's it's that safeguard of, well, well. it was just her job. I just paid for a service, which I got. So there's nothing, like, it's, there's no emotional cheating there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's super interesting. All right, cool. So where can people go to hear more of these stories?
0: Yeah, Instagram at 50 plus a tip. So 50 plus a tip. You can email at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com
3: or just hit the website 50 plus tip.com. Yeah, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Everywhere
0: you listen to your podcast, we will be
3: there.
1: (laughs) Everywhere Everywhere you listen to this podcast, you can listen to 50%.
0: 50
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. It's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make. All right. This podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been, knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp um, and I've been on it for years now probably like come out to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which ones for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably probably like 14 counselors in my time on BetterHelp. for me living in london especially um i think this is the same for like most major cities out there therapy in-person therapy is really expensive um this gives you that but you know the uh, the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh online securely online um yeah i send messages at all at all points in, in the day and night um it's pretty good for that you can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, i am it's like a bit distanced, like you're not completely like, fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want, like, a, a quicker response. So... They are Sponsoring this podcast now Which is cool Which means we have A discount link Um, You get 10% off If you go to Betterhelp.com Forward slash Let's talk about sex Jamie There's a link in the bio And yeah Love you bye Hey peaches
2: Hi Jamie
1: Um, So you wanted to talk to me About a bunch of Interesting uh, Requests you've had On your OnlyFans Yep I am really excited I can't (laughs) wait to hear The kind of requests you get
2: (laughs) So I have like, I would like. So,
1: <laughs> where to start?
2: <laughs> I've had quite a few online fans, but obviously, like I said, I've been in the industry for like four years now. Um, so I, I think my weirdest requests I got, used to get would be on cam, and that's because my free cams is like a public cam site so you can go on with no links like you 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 obviously need an account to speak directly with the model yeah but it means that you could be pretty much anonymous okay no links yeah so i've had some like interesting ones i had one guy who um was sexually aroused by balloons
1: okay balloons
2: yeah so he i'd see him on special occasions mostly so if you knew <laughs> you birth- knew what my birthday was knew on Halloween and Christmas I do balloon things where basically I buy balloons up and I put prizes in the balloons so they yeah. have to be like tits to pop um and he said the popping of the balloon would literally make him want to orgasm wow so oh god <laughs> I'd see him yeah on special occasions and every now and then like I always had a packet of balloons like somewhere say so that if he came along I <laughs> do a private show to him yeah um and all that would involve is essentially me blowing balloons up until they popped in my face which for me is really uncomfortable <laughs> <when> yeah <you laughs> a balloon popping in your face yeah and then you've got to try and act sexy whilst you're doing it so <laughs> and <laughs> he did <laughs> he would get off on so when a balloon starts to overfill with air it gets like a neck on it you know what i mean when <laughs> no like,
1: i don't know what you mean it gets a neck on it
2: okay right well the balloon goes uh, weird. The, the balloon neck okay um, <laughs> and <laughs> he loved it so much when it got that sort of like shape to it okay um, so yeah, it, and, and...
1: now you mentioned it, actually. I guess balloons probably have quite, like, a curvaceous vibe.
2: Right? Yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I guess. I can see how a balloon shape could they be quite hot.
2: They sit on them until they popped right. with, my, like, a bare bum. Yeah. Um, which is, like, more obviously sexual because, I yeah. mean, you in my bum. But, yeah, like, it was different really that's yes yeah um, that's cool like,
1: i i'm terrified of balloons so that is the complete opposite of me
2: I, um, said, I said to him like when did this start like i wanted to know more but obviously yeah. he, he's paying for my time so right, you can't have chat like one of those things where i didn't really want to like probe too much but then at the same time i was like imagine as a teenager going to parties and stuff like yeah or even like early teens when do you when do you realize that this is a thing
1: yeah yeah
2: um, and yeah it must have been real real adventurous going to events and stuff and being yeah and
1: suddenly people. seeing a balloon that's cool i kind of like that i wonder if like i want to yeah i want to i want to get him on like i want to know <laughs> like does he use balloons like himself i've never, like, seen, himself?
2: It since. I've never oh. seen since i stopped coming there was like I've not seen him since. Um, there was another request of oiling up my armpits.
1: Okay. (laughs)
2: So I had to do I was
1: with you until armpits. I was like, yeah, oiling. Yeah, cool. Oiling up. Yeah. Great.
2: But um (laughs) yeah, he he wanted a five minute custom video of me oiling up my armpits and you can only do so much oiling. <laughs> 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 I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. I only got you've got armpits. you've
1: got tiny armpits. Like
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um again, I didn't know whether like if it was like a fucking an armpit type scenario, then you okay. would ask for the for the the action of it with maybe you're yeah, like a Yeah, like a
1: builder, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But maybe he just really liked armpits, like the way they look. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Again, I want to know how he discovered that.
2: Exactly. How? How? Well, I guess you're just attracted to that part of the person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've got people with foot fetishes and hand fetishes and yeah. all kinds of fetishes. So, and I've actually got like, I wouldn't say it's a fetish, but I'm quite attracted to a, a good, strong pair of male hands. I, yeah. I think that's quite a common. Yeah. for a female to be attracted to. Yeah. So I guess to a certain extent, extent I do get it. Yeah. But
1: just, just not the bit, armpit. It's just a bit rare, I guess. What yeah. What does an oiled armpit look like? Is it Is it a good look?
2: An, an oily armpit.
1: Yeah. Okay. Does it feel it's nice?
2: Bit, you know, you, you definitely have to shower afterwards. It's yeah. a bit strange, like you know you, that you get a bit of a sweat on with yeah. an oily armpit. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: Okay, What else?
2: So, a recent one I had, I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, because it's not strange, and I would never call it odd, but basically, he'll get me to do custom videos, but I am not, under any circumstances, allowed to put that dildo anywhere near my mouth. Okay. Under any circumstances. It's literally stated at the first part of every single thing. And... You oh. won't tell me why. Like why I'm not allowed to put it near my mouth. Yeah. And it's just it's just the rules. He's like, but everywhere
1: else is okay.
2: Everywhere else is fine. Okay. And I have to annex it's, it's like noted. It's and the way it's put out, I reckon this guy's probably like a businessman. Because yeah. the way he plans out his custom videos is very structured so it's like bullet pointed of everything yeah. he wants. like even down to he'll, he'll ask for my outfit like um and if i don't have the thing he wants he'll buy it um okay. and it will literally say bullet point must use lube bullet point yeah do not ever put the dildo anywhere near your mouth under no circumstances so i might uh, i think because i'm quite an oral type person like like all fixation to me is quite cool, and I'm I've got a bit of a spit fetish, like yeah. all So for me, it's quite a like a thing I do a lot. So maybe it's something he doesn't like about me that that I do a lot.
1: Yeah, or maybe it's like the fact that you do do it a lot, and he gets to tell you that you can't do that. Maybe that's.
2: Maybe, maybe a it's that you're not allowed to do that kind of thing. You're
1: not allowed to do that thing that you specialise in. <laughs> like, it's more, it's like a control thing. Yeah, that's cool, though. I, I, I think that's interesting. Again, I just want to know why. And, I
2: I but you won't tell me. Yeah,
1: have you asked? Uh, you've asked him.
2: Yeah, I've yeah. said, why Why can't I have that daughter with my mouth? <laughs> She's like, no, like, yeah. just not. So maybe it is a control thing. I'm trying to think of some other things that I've, that I've had that are a bit, different but i've had so many yeah. <laughs> you know when you're just like oh gosh like so so many and the customs i do for like some customs i do for hours of like i had one guy who would pay for me to to oil up my entire body but it was about the tattoos oh, okay Oh, my God. There was this one time. So I worked for Babe Station for a short while. Yeah. And I did BSX shows, which are like the um, explicit um, extras. So you, you pay to go into the room and then you can see the girl do explicit things. Yeah. Um, and this guy called up on the phone and he was like, it's different because you actually hear the person speaking. So he had a really strong Devonian accent. And I'm from Devon. So for me, it was like, oh god, <laughs> um,
1: too close to he kept, home.
2: He kept going. Um, I absolutely love your tattoos. I'm not going to do a demonstration.
1: <laughs> you have to. You can't tell the story <laughs> and not do the accent.
2: I'm, I'm not doing it. He kept just going. I love your tattoos, and I'd be like, oh yeah, baby, like you love my tattoos, you know, being super extra like you do. Um, and he, he kept bringing it back. So I'd be like, what are you doing, babe? He'd be like. I love your tattoos, and I'd be like, "Okay, cool." Like, what? <laughs> so then it escalated to him being like, "Oh yeah, I'd love it if you shaved your head and tattooed the, your whole head." And yeah. I was like, "I was like, oh, all right, okay." Yeah, and he was nice. Like you know, like a bald. Bald, tattooed head. You'd look real sexy with a bald, tattooed head. He's like, I'd wanna, I'd wanna come all over your bald, tattooed head. And I was like, what? The fuck? What is going on? And like all this time, you're live on TV. So yeah, yeah. So you've
1: you got to keep going. You can't drop out of character. Yeah,
2: you can't drop out of character. And I just wanted to crease up her, <laughs> her, her this thick dev- Devonshire accent and he was just like and then and then i go yeah baby i'll, I'll shave my head and tattoo it for you and that was it young not. Oh. so yes that's the job then me.
1: yeah nice uh, was, when you're <laughs> so i don't know too much about babe station when you're in those private rooms is there like a film crew filming you
2: um so There's bsx you? yeah you've got yeah. you and a cameraman okay and, and they can't
1: man. hear the phone can they <laughs> No. So, so the camera <laughs> man just heard you out of nowhere. And be like, "Yeah, I'll shave my head and tie it for you, babe."
2: Yeah, he must have <laughs> been <like this. laughs> "It's going on." <laughs> I love it though. I yeah, I've not done it in a long time. It's it's just awkward for me to get there and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 a wild ride. <laughs> like, <laughs> sex work in general, and you've got to be so open-minded, haven't you? Because. Yeah. I mean, who am I to say what's normal, what's not? Well,
1: like, no, yeah, nothing you've said, like, has, is anything, like, less than normal. It's just, it's just rare. It's just unique. It's and, just, uh, it
2: is unique, exactly. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I've come across, I've come across some, like, really dark things, which obviously I'm not, I'm not going to go into on here, right. but because there's a really dark part of, obviously it's the internet isn't it so you do get requests yeah. where you're straight up disgusted and you're like okay bye like this mm. is awful mm. um, but then yeah. you just got some people who generally like want to explore parts of themselves that that they may not be able to in their real lives um, and i i think that's a shame i think i do yeah. always whenever i've been with a partner i've always seriously encouraged them to to enhance those parts like want to be able to talk to me about it yeah I want to I want to be that person but then I also I've always said that if I'm in a relationship with someone and I can't fulfill a certain kink then I would encourage them to go elsewhere and fulfill that kink yeah and whether it be with me or with someone else and Mm. that's why I think doms and and any sex workers I would always I'd even pay for them to go and experience it. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's something that I think is extremely bad for your mental health if you don't. If you block parts of you out like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah suppressing any kind of like fantasy, kink, or even just like curiosity, it's just yeah. it's just no good. It's, if it's there's no something
2: good. you want to try and you're a bit like unsure, then you should be able to have that discussion with your partner.
1: Yeah. If not definitely. then,
2: maybe sex workers are the way forward
1: yeah what a plug look at that <laughs> and if not then uh my uh my links are here uh my instagram
2: <laughs> i'm i'm a no judgment i'm gonna kink shame you for anything
3: <laughs> what are you afraid of
1: all right that's all we have time for today thank you so much for listening it really really means a lot to me that you have got out of your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their sex stories <laughs> um if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex jamie on instagram uh tell your friends about us leave a review on itunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um yeah it really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye